0: Wait. Sorry, we have a uh, sound police over here, <laughs> <laughs> Dexter, just staring at us, staring at us. Yeah, he is. So yeah. we're gonna keep this at his time.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's gonna kill us if we go over a certain decibel level.
0: So interesting week here on the Media report Report. And, yeah. uh, and the Browns.
1: Browns uh, were pretty, they, pretty active, right? I mean, active. Didn't reach. Didn't reach. That was a big thing because yes. they, they could have easily overpaid for a lot of position groups, um, but they didn't. And I'm I'm happy they didn't because then it leaves more room for other signings, which I think is going to be happening pretty soon. So hopefully this video gets released before some of the signings. So,
0: all right. Well, uh, you got a favorite one so far?
1: Um. So, I mean, I like I like Dalvin a lot. I think that's a really big pickup simply because he's a freaking monster of a person. He's 330 mm-hmm. pounds, and that's exactly what we need as a defensive tackle. There's a big dude that can just, I mean, he can just fall over, and he'll plug up a lane. Yeah. So uh, I think that's huge. So uh, that's my favorite. Obviously, uh, replacing John Johnson once we cut him um, was necessary, and I really like the direction we went in. Because we definitely could have overpaid in that position as well, Mm -hmm. but um, Thornhill is a is a good player. Um, You know, I I don't think he's like, you know, I I mean, I would have liked you know Gardner Johnson, in my opinion, if I was to go for it. Obviously, Jesse Bates was another hot commodity in safety, but I think Thornhill fits us better, Um, and, and I really like him so. How about you?
0: Well, I think they did a tremendous job. Um, So, the two guys I really wanted them to take a look at, they ended up signing both of them. And I only say this because they're not a big name. One's an up-and-comer. Two Super Bowl rings. And then you got the seasoned veteran that has been doing this for a long time. You know, um... You go with uh, Dalvin, and like you said, he's a big run-stuffer. He's taken on double teams. He knows how to do it. Last year, we did not have the size in the middle um, to deal with double teams. That's why we were one of the worst against the run. Yeah, I mean, we
1: last year you actually saw people getting pushed to the backs on our defensive line. Yeah. They were that bad. And, you know, and I think a big thing... Looking just thinking about like Jim Schwartz since we you know brought him in is a massive push for that defensive line because so I think he, he he values that position quite a bit and I, and I think it's extremely needed and it's something that we just in, in the last defensive regime could not give two shits about
0: at all mm-hmm. and then uh over that safety Juan Thornhill exactly the guy I wanted them to get. Like, even over Jesse Bates and them. Because, granted, those guys are definitely much uh, better players. I I think so. But, like, in Cha- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and uh, Jesse Bates, I feel like they're already, s- like, seasoned. And I think Thornhill is still, I mean, he's only in, like, year three or four. So I think he still has that potential to be that big-time safety. You know, a couple more seasons, he's making, you know, getting to his second contract now. And, you know, he he's seen two Super Bowls. He's playing bo- uh, both of them. So, um, actually, no, three. Three, three. three, I forgot about the one that they got Tampa. their, they got their yeah. asses kicked in that one. He but, won two, been to three. And so, for a young player... um I mean they're they're in the thick of it every year, so he's got he's got some experience,
1: yeah, an experience that he can obviously bring to this uh, pretty young secondary, and I, I think that's going to be pretty nice. Yeah,
0: and I he's one of those guys I don't I don't <laughs> think he shies away from the run uh, support at least. Um, you know he's in there making plays. He reads the reads the run game pretty well. Yeah, open field tackles. He's pretty nice at as well. Right, uh, but I mean, I think we nailed those two guys down pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think my next favorite one is Obo. Don't know how to pronounce the name yet. It is a tongue twister. Yeah it's it's a, it's a, it's a long
1: one, and I I don't even want to attempt it. But he's, he's one of those dudes that actually have a ton of potential.
0: Well, and if you don't know who he is, he's a defensive end. He came from um, Houston. He's got a Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think for what they signed him for and where he's at in his progression, this is a hell of a bargain. Yeah. Um, you now have three guys on your front on your front line as starters that were top three in the pass rush, according to PFF. I mean, not top three. You got three guys from the top 50, my bad. You're good, yeah. I know
1: know what you're going
0: for. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, I think this is an improvement in the pass rush. Um, He's very uh, crafty in the run defense. He uh, He finds ways to blow up plays, which is kind of sweet. For a guy that's a little undersized, dude. He, I,
1: I, I watch it highlight tape, and he can, he can move.
0: So yeah, I he's good.
1: I mean, I saw him do.
0: He's you know, like a lengthier guy. Yeah, but I saw him do this one. He was like a three sixty spin. The the spin to go spin back inside yes. and sack the quarterback. Incredible. Yeah. The, oh so,
1: my gosh. And I, I'm just imagining if he really takes that step up and kind of like helps us, and kind of like where I think Andrew Barry believes that he will. I can't imagine having to one focus on, you know, Dalvin in the middle. I mean, you can't, and Dalvin actually. And
0: I, I honestly don't think that. Sorry to interrupt. Hey, I don't think they're done on the defensive line. I mean, we still have the draft. Yeah. And I'm. I'm not really sure if they're gonna. Say we're going to draft a receiver in the second round because this is a deep receiver class. Mm-hmm. But that's not. This is not the point. Is there is a very talented defensive tackle class in this draft? You got Perion Winfrey, who's I think the next one to step up. But they're going to add another guy that can be in that four-man rotation that can tear it up. Mm-hmm. And I think they've gotten pretty deep. But go ahead and continue. Uh, but I think that's like a like
1: a big uh big thing so you can't double team everyone you know it's something that is like like davin said um in his intro press conference is that like yeah if, if if he steps up ovo steps up and like miles does miles you know we have a lot of rotational pieces that we signed I mean a lot of flyers I would say uh this week that we that we got a lot of defensive tackles um you know I mean uh Uh, Tristan Hill I think that was a really good pickup I like that for the prices that we're getting these guys you can take a flyer a risk I'd be okay worst case scenario we lose two and a half million dollars right and uh, a lot of these guys have like a huge ceiling like a lot of potential um but it's also those guys that like I I believe he's the one that is, is quite hurt often and You know these guys have a bunch of potential, but they can also just be like, ah, you know they they couldn't. At the end of the day, they could they could not even make the team. Who the hell knows, right? Um, uh, Obviously, Thompson and um,
0: I I like uh, the Maurice Hurst signing. Maurice, that was a a good good gamble. I liked him coming out of the draft a couple years ago. Um, He was from Michigan. And then he got drafted by the Raiders and he was, he had a a pretty solid couple seasons where he was starting to really take a big leap. And then he got hit with the injury bug, which is one of the biggest misfortunes in the NFL or any sport is you get one, you keep going, especially when they're on the rise. Like, it's one of the worst things to watch in the NFL. But, um... I think this is kind of like a Malik McDowell situation but not in the same con like the same content for sure
1: is uh he's a flyer guy you know he could be really good yep. or he could just kind of crash and burn we don't really know but our what we invested into him is't massive so I yep. uh, I don't yeah I, I like it as well and I think anything to kind of bolster this uh defense line um is worth it and it's, it's been needed for years. So I'm really happy they're, they're starting to do it. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think they're done either. I think we will probably get a few pieces in the draft. I think we'll get a receiver in the draft as well. It's another conversation. Um, but an, an offensive piece, which I believe this is the only offensive piece that we did sign. It was Jordan Atkins. It was Jordan Atkins, uh, tight end
0: from Houston, from Houston, just came off a career high season and, uh, touchdowns. Yeah. And then, Receiving yards. So he, he had almost 500. And yeah. uh,
1: going back to 2019 with Deshaun Watson, uh, he had uh, mid 400. So yeah, he has a lot of progression, a lot of pretty good stuff. That for, he can a show. Se-
0: for a second tight end, that's exactly what you want.
1: Yeah, and I think he'll be fighting for that sec- tech- second spot. But I think he'll actually just win that because I, I don't think Harrison Bryant. Is... I mean, he didn't make that jump that we wanted him to and he's just kind of falling out and he's had a lot of drops, a lot of fumbles, yeah. especially that rookie year and he you barely saw him last year and you know he It's like reason, his, play, his play time has gone down significantly. And when you when you see playtime go down, it's for a reason. Either you see it or you don't. You know, he, he's just not I still, still think
0: there's a lot of more potential in him. I don't think they're done with him. I just think he needs a little more time. But I also think they need to play him a little more and give him an opportunity. Because he does come up in a clutch a lot, I think. Because the dude is like six eight. He's a good route runner, too. He's big. I don't think he's six eight. I think he's
1: like six six or six seven, but still. Um yeah, I, I like that. But I, you definitely saw those, especially in the second half of the year, that pretty much that second tight end was Farrell Brown. Right. So, I mean, I'm glad we went out and got another person, especially someone that has um, some chemistry with Deshaun. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really like our free agency signing so far. Obviously a lot more to go. Um,
0: I think they need one more move. One more, you know, pretty big move in getting a starter or something. Offensive, defensive side. It's going to be offense, okay. and it's the receivers that is it, we were talking. Thornhill uh, reaching out, uh, tweeting. Yeah, I, I, I would really like that. Hart- Hardman is one of the guys I'd like. Yeah, um, and I think I think at this point it's the most realistic. I I think so too, and then, I still think they saved a lot of money in cap to go make a move like this. Um, you know, they're still in the play for. DeAndre Hopkins, Um, it's not like they're completely out. So, I mean, this time last year, we were told, you know, we're out of the race for Deshaun. Well, now we have Deshaun. Yeah. um, I'm not going to take that with a grain of salt, saying it's not possible. Anything's possible at this point. And then the two other guys I think you can get even cheaper is Elijah Moore. Yes. And Brandon Cooks. And honestly, I'm the Brandon Cooks guy. I think he's been solid wherever he goes. Um, I feel like it's only going to cost you a third or a fourth. You just got a 98th overall pick. Go go ship that over. Um, yeah. And go go add a guy that has chemistry with Deshaun Watson.
1: I would say this. If the Giants can get Darren Waller for the 100th pick, I think we could get... Literally anyone at this point for that 98th pick. Yep. Uh, I mean, to think about the Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins for a fourth rounder. What 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 could say right now that we could ship that 98th to uh, the Cardinals and a player? And, you know, I don't think it's a, a bad move. But I'm going to be on the opposite side of you with Cooks and Elijah Moore. I like Elijah Moore. I think he's, you know, a, a big guy. I think has a ton of potential, and I and I think the Jets are just trying to sell at this point. Yeah, because if they're getting Rodgers, they already brought in Lazard, they have Garrett Wilson, you know. If Randall Cobb comes, that's I mean they need to get rid of at least one or two of those receivers. I mean, even Mims, we could even maybe even yeah, be if they just cut him straight up. I mean, that'd be a nice pickup. But I, I would like Elijah Moore, and I think he. To have him as a rotational piece or as a number three receiver, I think is doing a disservice to him. Mm -hmm. I think they would rather shop him and get rid of him, get something for him, than just have him and underutilize him. Because a lot of people can play that number three role. Yeah. He can be that number two.
0: And I would really like that pick. Well, right. I'm with it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm up for really any of those four. I I'm, I think they would be able to stay in the same market, I mean, have the same cap going into the next season. It's not going to kill them because they're all on one-year contracts. Um, You know, you could invest in Elijah Moore because he's still a younger guy out of the other three. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think they can't go wrong there. Uh, even if they Dip into older veteran and free agency like Thielen. I think that'd be a very interesting move for the team. Um, But uh, I think you gotta go Hardman. I would love it. Hardman, I think. I think he fits the mold of the Browns the best. Yeah.
1: And.
0: they need someone that can take the lid off the defense. Yeah. They they haven't had that yet. Exactly. They expected Anthony Schwartz to do that, but the dude couldn't even catch COVID. <laughs> so And that's messed up that I gotta say that. Oh, that's good. It's he, he is awful. He he shouldn't be on the football field. I think they're gonna give him one more chance. But if they add two receivers, either in free agency and the draft, he's the odd man. He's out you can't you can't know. get rid of david bell cuz david bell showed some signs and then you they're between Schwartz and like, michael woods there's no it's way it's not even a comparison and you got to remember they have um you know you know what i think that they still have grant on on the receiving jakeem, court. yeah they do jakeem grant yeah you know the you know i can see was, what them doing with
1: Schwartz, though is cutting him bringing him back as a uh, practice, a, a practice squad guy kind of like what they did with um Oh, what's his name? Forrester Coleman? No, small little guy. Never really did, did anything for us. Um, like he was with us through twenty twenty. I mean, this dude was like five five.
0: Hmm. Oh, I can't think of that right now. Twenty twenty.
1: Here, I'm look this up real quick. Sorry, guys. Twenty twenty. Hodges? No, no. Totally blank on this guy's name. This
0: is going to be... Um, well, anyways, I, I think they got one more minor move to make, and that's on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think right there, right now is linebacker... JoJo Natson. JoJo Natson, okay.
1: Right? Yeah. That, I'm sorry, that took way longer. I couldn't think of the name. But JoJo Natson is very similar to what I think they would do with Schwartz. I think he might prolong in the practice squad. Um, and we might see him from time to time be like, damn it, he's still here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, what you were saying? Just,
0: just linebacker position. Um, they re-signed Taki Taki. Yeah. Um, they still have, they still have J-O-K. Yeah, Taki Taki is one of the most underrated players on our team. Um, definitely doesn't get the love that he should. Um, you know, he's probably one of the more consistent players on the defense. Great. Um, He's not great. He's not awful. He's just consistent.
1: It's like a two million dollar
0: contract. For yeah, him. The, there's this. There's no boomer bust on this guy. Yeah, dude. I but think they he, get away with the steal. You know, yeah, you know,
1: he's just gonna play how Taki plays, and and that's an absolute steal for two million dollars when you look at a, a you know a linebacker um, and other other resignings. Uh, Ethan Posick. No, oh, yeah, he's back. He signed a three year contract uh, with us, so. That's that's nice. Some people are saying he's still going to be the backup, and I highly doubt that.
0: No. Because man, I don't,
1: I, everyone's like, oh, I he's, he's going to be the backup, you know. And um, you don't give a person a three-year contract, and the dude who's the third highest highest-rated center in the entire NFL last year, like, that is not your backup. Like, I don't care how much you think, blanking on his name right now. Nick Harris. Nick Harris. Uh, I can't believe like yeah Nick Harris, got pushed over, and <laughs> tore his knee in a preseason game. That does that's not a great sign. that that dude has to bulk up, and he's still getting pushed yeah. over. That's not a like I I like Nick Harris, but dude Ethan Ethan Posick was the guy last year, and said third center in the entire league. You signed him to a three year deal. I really like that, and I think he's gonna start next year. I think it's pretty clear in my opinion. I might yeah. be surprised if he doesn't, um, and we 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 signed another, we signed another person, and AJ Green.
0: Oh yeah,
1: AJ Green got resigned. Um,
0: I, I love it. I like AJ Green a lot too. I like it a lot. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to have to change it up because they are looking at slot corners. So don't be surprised when they draft another corner in the second round this year. Well, what is it? It's what does coming. that say about Greg or Denzel? Well, it was. I mean, you got to look at this. Greg said that he doesn't want to play in the slot at all. So he's done. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. So they're gonna, they're gonna have to add another slot corner.
1: But then, what do you do with Emerson?
0: I I think that
1: does he step back into a rotational? Or well,
0: you got to look at like this. This NFL is it's different than it's ever been. True. Because the passing offense. And so, you got to be able to throw a lot of different looks at them defensively. Yeah. And for matchups and stuff. So, there's going to be games that you're going to see a lot more Emerson than you see Newsom.
1: hmm
0: And then there's going to be games you see Newsom more you see than Emerson. So, you got to be able to shake it up. Even on different, you know, drives. Like, you're going to see more of these guys. Yeah. It's just all about different packages that you can add.
1: And I, I think... Yeah, I think they will obviously keep all these guys because, I mean, Greedy's gone. He's uh, with the Eagles now. But I think with a lot of these guys, I think cornerbacks are so needed. Not only, yes, because they're moving into a pass-heavy offensive in the NFL simply based on the movement of these quarterbacks that they're able to do. I mean, just take a look at the running back market. These guys are getting paid nothing. Yep. A bunch of, I mean, they, no one cares about it. I mean, the, I mean, they, uh, they franchise tagged Saquon at ten million. That's a, that's that's where the franchise tag's at for running backs. And you see guys, you know, like Miles Sanders, just is like, all right, hey, starting running back. We have Gainwell. We can go get someone else. We can draft someone else. Like the value of running backs are so low, and you have you you've barely seen any movement on these guys. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott just got cut. Yep, and uh, the Titans put uh, Derrick Henry on the block. Yeah, so it, it's weird to see a lot of these guys, all these top guys, you know, getting traded or just getting you know th- their value is just nowhere anymore because they aren't being utilized in this pass heavy. Uh, offense that everyone's going to in the, in the next five years running backs are going to be smaller at more agile and they're going to be running and catching and if you don't do both of those you're not very useful in in the nfl because you look at people like um look at leonard fournette i mean he, he was just cut from tampa bay you do you yeah. think do you think a big guy like that similar to kareem hunt is gonna go anywhere and get paid any more than five million dollars a year? I don't think so. That dude was killed it in the Super Bowl three what three
0: years ago? Two years. Two ago. years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Well, I think this race is a good question now. Now that the Browns are out, Cream Hunt, what do they do? Uh, well, you let Jerome Ford develop a little more and let him get some more snaps, or Now that it kind of changes up now, I think that raises the possibility for because how deep the free agency is for running backs that he comes back to Cleveland on a very very cheap deal. Kareem Hunt. Yes, because the market right now is it's not out it's not very good. Yeah, running backs, especially a running back of Kareem Hunt's category Mm. or Leonard Fournette. Yeah. They're gonna have to suck it up and play on a cheap deal this year, and it's not even their fault. Yeah. So I think this is, brings the possibility of Cream Hunt coming back to Cleveland.
1: Let me pose. I, I totally agree. I think it's total. It's totally possible because he's not gonna get the money he thinks he's gonna get, and when he's looking at going to the Texans or you know the the Panthers or Seattle. And he's like I could just come back to Cleveland for the same price, if not a little even more. I think he would. Right. Um, But now, what do you think about a guy that no one's really talking about all that much? Would you Would you take Cream Hunt if you were to get the same price for him or McKinnon?
0: See, McKinnon would be more that one that would fit the scheme a little bit yes, better. Exactly. I I saw I saw him on the list. This week, and I I was thinking, well,
1: he's a receiving he, back. He he kills it.
0: I mean, he he's torn up everywhere he's gone. He's a gone. touchdown
1: mas- machine. you just throw a dump pass to him. He's really good in the flats. He can he can catch. He can run. Uh, that's the dynamic player that we would need, and yeah. I, I don't think Kareem Hunt, as he's been aging, and especially we saw last year, changing his play style ever so slightly and just age, he's not holding up all that well. Yeah. So. If you, if I was to get them for a, a similar price, I'd go
0: McKinnon. Even Ma- though I, McKinnon would be, I would say I would go for McKinnon over Kareem just because it changes up the pace of the game. But like you said, that Kareem kind of degressed, but like changed his style of running. So it's kind of the same, you know, style. Now you get a little more. Power and flash hybrid, and yep. just a flashy guy in general. And McKinnon, he's like a downhill runner where Chubb is one of like a one cut back, yeah, like kind of like a Marshawn. That's what he's always remind me of. Marshawn was always that one cut, take a juke, and he was gone, yeah. So, I think that would be a definitely an interesting pickup, um, to just bolster this offense. I think they need to get a little deeper on the offensive line. Um, You know, probably in, like, the guard position. But other than that, um, it's almost that time to get ready for the draft, get our homework done. Yeah. Um, What do you say? Wrap this up?
1: Wrap it up. Guys, thanks so much for uh, joining us. And uh, we'll have a video pretty soon covering the draft and any additional – uh, free agent signings. So hopefully we get Hardman or in here soon. Uh, we'll post you. You a- hope
0: you get Hardman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew That was coming. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. You have a great night. Go Browns. Go Browns.